A-M-E-N, the Alpha Male Entertainment Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, U.S.A. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General General Cigar Cigar Dave. May the road rise up to meet you, especially as we celebrate St. Patrick's Day here on the Cigaro Dave Show. As we have moved from Command Center Alpha to the Davidoff Store Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa, but we have taken Wuhan virus protections. First of all, the entire area has been thoroughly disinfected. I am wearing a full bio-level 4 PPPS, personal pressure or positive pressure personal suit it's not easy it's not going to be easy getting my cigar in through this suit and by the way it's not easy when you have to conduct beer expelling maneuvers or spirit expelling maneuvers but we are set we are ready saint patrick's day is upon us we are ready for saint patrick's day irish whiskey tasting maneuvers Long Oash, greetings and salutations, along Ash Snappy Salute. Cigaro Dave coming to you front and center. As always, your global alpha male and, and uh, I should say your five-star general-in-chief as we have moved Command Center Alpha, don't you know, to the Davidoff, the O Davidoff of Geneva Store and Lounge. And joining us as always, it is longtime friend of the Cigar Dave Show and our resident sommelier, Dave Cavanis. Greetings, sommelier Dave. General Longash, greetings, O General, to you. It's been great week, month, year for me. Just enjoying life. I am so excited to drink some whiskeys, smoke a great cigar, and forget about the Wuhan. And let's do some Irish today. We will do loads of Irish. We have a fantastic selection of Irish whiskey tastings that we will conduct. And Somalia Dave, you've also got some very nice Irish cocktails that we'll be enjoying as well. Yes, we do. I've got about seven of them that we're going to run through today, starting with an Irish coffee, going all the way down to Irish gold. It'll be very delectable. And a man that loves Irish whiskey, longtime friend of the Cigar Dave Show, Danny O'Williams. Danny, greetings. Great to have you on. We've You've been to numerous shows, but... Now we're actually putting you on the air. We've given you a microphone. This could be dangerous. Thank you very much, Dave. I appreciate you being along and uh, trying some of these whiskeys today. And now one thing. You've already conducted litation ceremony maneuvers. you got to wait for us. Okay? you got to wait. This is how it works I've on the show. I've learned the hard way. Exactly. And we've got some great cigars. In fact, the Arturo Fuente Florafina 858 with a Candela wrapper. Green, St. Patrick's Day. So that's how we will celebrate. So, Sergeant Steve, let's cue up some... St. Patrick's Day Irish music, shall we? And by the way, this morning I did use, I did bathe. It, I started, first of all, with a bowl of Frosted Lucky Charms that are magically delicious. And I had my Irish Spring soap in the shower, so I'm feeling, and I'm wearing a little bit of bluish green. But I can tell you my Clorox disinfecting wipes are green, green for St. Patrick's Day. And my special tumbler that I have here is also green. I will tell you that my 
Allcare Steris, the foam sanitizing uh, hand solution that I have that is used at Cleveland Clinic that I bought a case of, unfortunately is purple. But there is some green there in the is. label here, as you will attest. And in fact, you know what? I think I'm going to just listen to this. Oh, yeah. Can you hear that? I'm going to just make sure my hands are properly foamed and disinfected. Because as we battle the Wuhan virus across the globe, we must be ever vigilant. In fact, we did not shake hands. I had Somalia Dave and Danny O bow to me, just like they were in Japan. Like they, but I did not bow back because I'm not Obama. I do not bow. That's not how it works. They bow to the five-star or salute whenever, or the little uh, elbow, the elbow tap that always works as well. Well, let's talk about St. Patrick's Day. What is it? Of course, it's a day to go out and have some great Irish food and go to an Irish Day parade, although <coughs> we'll get to that because there are some cancellations. But also enjoy some great Irish spirits, Irish beer, and just enjoy. You don't have to be Irish to celebrate St. Patrick's Day. It is the Feast of St. Patrick's Day, a cultural, religious celebration held on March 17th, the traditional death date of St. Patrick, the foremost patron saint of Ireland. He lived from 385 to 461. It is a public holiday in Ireland, Northern Ireland, and believe it or not, in the Canadian provinces of Newfoundland and Labrador, where they are known for their retrievers. Also, widely celebrated in the UK, Canada, United States, Brazil, Argentina, Australia, New Zealand, everywhere where there are Irish people, and everybody is Irish on St. Patty's Day, and it's coming up Tuesday. My favorite was when it was a few years ago, well, it was maybe about seven, eight years ago, it was on Friday, then it was on a Saturday, that was perfect. In fact, I exactly. think they had to move St. Patrick's Day to the Friday either before uh, actually, the Friday before St. Patrick's Day, the 17th of March. That way, everybody gets the whole day to sure. celebrate. And you go right into the weekend. So, a lot of traditions, great parades, Irish food. you got to wear the little uh, shamrock green clover. You wear green. And I love it when people, I mean everybody, even if you're not Irish, and I am not Irish, but I wear green on St. Right. Patrick's Day. Do you do that some other day? Yes, Danny? I sure do. Sergeant Steve? Yes. Exactly. You're wearing green today? Sergeant Steve in anticipation? I'm half Irish, so. Oh, you are? Callahan. Which half? The right, the left, yes. the top, or yeah. the bottom? Go <laughs> <laughs> figure it My out. My mom's family's Callahan. Oh, O'Callahan. O'Callahan. There you go. Okay, fantastic. So you can officially celebrate St. Patrick's Day. You are really, like, official. Yes. Okay. Goes way back to Ireland. Yes. All right. Well, you get special dispensation, Sergeant Steve. So there you go. You get some extra Irish whiskey today. Fantastic. Well, everybody wears green. And I love when people, like are oblivious to it. And on St. Patrick's Day, they'll come in wearing purple, red, blue. And I'm like, St. Patrick's Day, they go, oh, yeah, I forgot. Mostly betas. Because yeah. they're not the brightest, let's exactly. face it. But we all know. So big-time parades in the United States, Chicago, Boston, uh, here in the Cigar City of Tampa, believe it or not, Russia, all over the world, Canada. But with the Wuhan virus, many precautions are being taken St. Patrick's Day Parade in Boston has been canceled. St. Patrick's Day Parade in Chicago, canceled. Now, I know here in the Cigar City of Tampa, they make the, uh, uh, the Hillsborough River green. I don't think they don't really do a parade, but a lot of people come out. I don't think that's going to stop people from coming out. But nonetheless, the Wuhan virus, we don't call it coronavirus. Let's call it what it is, Wuhan virus. This virus originated in Wuhan in China. And my good friend, President Xi of China, who President Trump likes to say did a great job, as you know, I've been very clear on this. 
the Chinese commie bastards, they suppressed this, they hid it, they endangered not only the world's health, but the world economy as we are seeing. Because they did not, as a communist government, want to acknowledge it. They don't give a damn about the health of the rest of the world. That's why I say, fellow alphas, the Chinese communists, not the Chinese people. Chinese people don't want to live under that rule. The Chinese communists are enemies not only of America, they are enemies of the world. Go to somebody in Italy. Go to somebody in South Korea. Go across the globe and say, what do you think of China right now? And they'll tell you about the Chinese uh, communists. They're all enemies of the world. But unfortunately, this has impacted parades. And these are traditions. I mean, these parades have gone on for years and years and years. But we will continue to celebrate St. Patrick's Day here on the Cigar uh, Dave Show today. Now, St. Patrick's Day, there's some various foods. Samani Dave, what is your favorite Irish food? Corned beef and cabbage. Okay, corned beef and cabbage. You you can't go wrong with that. No. Bangers and mash to start breakfast, which is sausages and mashed potatoes. Mm -hmm. Danny-o? An Irish beer. To start for breakfast. That's (laughs) good. Very good. There you go. Well, here's what a full Irish breakfast consists of. It's very hearty. It is definitely not, you know, like a little fruit-related breakfast. You have to have bacon, sausages, Eggs, so far so good. Fadge. Do you know what fadge is? No. It is Irish potato bread. Nice. And boxty. Do you know what boxty is? No. I didn't either. Irish griddle cakes. You can add a few slices of soda bread or wheaten bread. You drink down plenty of tea, and you are set to go for the day. Now let's talk about some main courses. I love Irish stew. Can't go wrong with that. Bangers and mash you can't go wrong with. Uh, Have you ever had... Dublin Cottle. Not recently. But you know what it is? No. <laughs> well, you said not recently. I figure that means you knew what it is. Sergeant Steve, you're half Irish. Do you half know what Dublin Cottle is? I do not half know what that is. You there do not go. know. Once again, I have to come to the rescue. It is a layered dish consisting of bacon, pork sausage, and potatoes. Uh, or you can also have the traditional national Irish dish, Irish stew, lamb, Potato. For those of you that are vegetarians that don't eat meat, Forget it. they have lamb. No, no, lamb. Lamb instead. It's, it's not meat. It's lamb. Uh, remember uh, my big fat Greek wedding when she says, I'm going to make you, we're going to have some meat. And he says, oh, I'm, I'm a vegetarian. She goes, no meat? Okay, I make lamb. There you go. So we will have lamb, potatoes, onions, leeks, carrots in Irish stew. You can also have beef and Guinness pie. Irish stew made with the signature beer, then baked under a flaky pastry crust. Can't go wrong. Here are some other side dishes that you can serve as well. Mashed potatoes you can never go wrong with. But if you want to take it to the next level, there's something called champ, which is mashed potatoes with green onions. Or you can flavor it up with some calcanin, which combines leftover mashed potatoes with fresh kale and sautéed onions. Onions, yes. Kale doesn't do anything for you. I mean, really. I what love is, kale. Do you really? Yeah. Do you eat those kale I chips? Yeah. No, but I good, saute Because they have no kale. taste. Yeah. Okay. Well, kale's good. Okay. It's like, okay. Now, uh, there's some cakes and puddings that people make as well. The Irish bread and butter pudding, which also very nice. And then for an after uh, a meal libation, you can certainly have a glass of Guinness. You Correct. certainly can't go wrong. So great uh, feast, great Irish dishes that we all like. But you can never go wrong with, with Irish stew. Um, corned beef and cabbage, bangers and mash. Do they eat haggis? Let's talk about haggis. Do you know what haggis is? Danny, do you know what haggis is? No. Well, 
Haggis, how should I put this? Let's put it this way. It is a Scottish dish, so it's not Irish, consisting of a sheep or calf's offal, which is their intestines, mixed with suet, oatmeal seasoning, boiled in a bag, traditionally made from the animal's stomach. So I will pass on the haggis. But when Vice President Pence went to go see Prime Minister Boris Johnson about uh, four months ago or so in the U.K. at 10 Downing Street, they were talking about trade. And Boris Johnson said, well, we've talked about many things. We've talked about trade. In fact, we'd like to open our market to haggis. The American people, unfortunately, can't get our haggis. I'm sure they would enjoy our haggis and our shower trays. And I remember telling Sergeant Steve, shower trays? What the hell? Shower trays? I can tell you, after finding out what haggis is, because Mick the Brit gave me a full explanation, <laughs> there is no way in hell Americans are clamoring to get For British haggis. haggis. Okay? <laughs> I think we got to keep that off the free trade menu. Put a giant tariff on it. We don't want haggis anywhere near us. No, thank you. Now, here's an interesting factoid you may or may not know about St. Patrick's Day. George Washington's troops, who were Irish at the time, Marched up Broadway on the 17th of March. They celebrated the first St. Patrick's Day in New York in the late 1700s. Wow, that's amazing. Absolutely. And, of course, now we think about St. Patrick's, again, food, party, Irish music, just a day to enjoy yourself and have a party. And there's nothing wrong with that. But Boston hosted the world's first St. Patrick's Day parade, 1737. New York followed. And then... The Irish took the parade from the United States to Ireland. Wow. Didn't go the other way around. Didn't know that, did you? No, sure didn't. All right. Your now, plethora of information this morning. And as Paul Harvey would say, and now, my friends, you know the rest <laughs> of the story. Cigar Dave, good day. All right, let's talk about Irish whiskey. We've got a whole plethora. Irish whiskey has had a huge rise in popularity the last I would say seven years or so. Well, since 1990, actually. Is it 1990? Yeah, believe it or not, because the amount of Irish whiskey that was being created and consumed in the 1800s was the world's leading, and then it just about disappeared. Right. So since the 1990s, it's had about a 15% continual growth. But I will say this, that Irish whiskey, as you said, once the most popular spirit in the world— and for whatever reason, it fell. It really fell into uh, just popularity. Fell. Yeah, there's various reasons. There's like four or five different economic reasons and whatever hit it all at one time. It just took it right out of the market. Right. And what happened was that many of the distilleries closed. So at Correct. one time in Ireland, there's only three to five distilleries. Which, now they've just exploded. Right. There's like 25, and there's 24 on the books that come down the pike. Correct. But many have not been operating long enough to have the whiskey produced on site sufficiently aged for sale. So, and only one of the new uh, distilleries was operating prior to 1975, Correct. which absolutely is incredible. Irish whiskey, one of the earliest distilled drinks in Europe, arising around the 12th century. It is believed that Irish monks brought the technique of distilling perfumes back to Ireland from their travels to the Mediterranean countries around 1000 A.D., the Irish modified that technique to obtain a drinkable spirit. Now, although termed whiskey, the spirit produced during this period would have differed from what we now recognize as whiskey. Uh, would not have been aged, flavored with aromatic herbs such as mint, thyme, anise. 
but Irish Mist, a whiskey, uh, a whiskey liqueur launched in 63, purportedly based on that original recipe. But when you look at the finishing of Irish whiskey, the, one of the reasons it's so popular, it's incredibly smooth. There's no burn on the back of the throat. There's no aftertaste. It's just very clean, very smooth. And Samadier Dave, that is in part, number one, there's no peat in, no, there in, in the water or around Ireland. And another reason for that is most of your whiskeys are double distilled. Irish whiskeys are triple distilled. When it goes through that triple distillation, it moves out the edges. It takes it into a whole different realm. You see in vodkas that are advertising their six, seven, eight times distilled. The more you distill something, the more you take out all the cogeners, and it softens out the process. Now, what is a cogener? That's the uh, little um, impurities in right. it that give it the flavors. And it's incredibly smooth. Here's a couple of interesting facts. The oldest distillery in Ireland, the Kilbegan Distillery, former Locks Distillery, founded by the McManus family in Kilbegan County, Westmeath, it has been licensed and distilling since 1757, and Bushmills, 1784. Correct. That's a long time to be making whiskey. Exactly, and a lot of that is tradition. Just like when I was selling a lot of wine, and you talk to a Frenchman, and he'd say, well, why did you do this process? And he would just say, well, that's because my father, my grandfather, my great-grandfather, he'd go down the lineage of maybe 10 generations. That's the way he did it. And it's proven true through history to do it that way. Now, there are some legal definitions of Irish whiskey pursuant to the European geographical indication under regulation, uh, also to the EU. Irish whiskey must be distilled on the island of Ireland. It can be Northern Ireland. It can be Ireland uh, from a mash of malted cereals with or without whole grains or other cereals, which has been, number one, sacrificed by the diastase of malt with or without natural enzymes, fermented by the action of yeast, distilled at an alcoholic strength of less than 94.8% alcohol by volume, Subject to maturation of the final distillate for at least at least three years in wooden casks, such as oak, not exceeding 185 gallons uh, per barrel. Correct. And only water and plain caramel coloring may be added to the distillate. Irish whiskey must have a minimum alcohol by volume content of 40% or 80 proof. And there are various varieties of Irish whiskey, single pot still, single malt, single grain, and blended. So let's talk about single pot still. What does that mean? Single pot still would be a single distillery from a mixed mash of malt and unmalted barley. So it's all coming from a single distillery, almost like a single malt scotch. It's all from that one particular distillery. It's not a blend of any sort. There are 25 distilleries in operation. Some newly established just started Correct. operation as well. But they're spread out throughout the entire country. Correct. Primarily, they lay along the eastern course, but, a coast, but Tullamore, Kilbegan, central part of Ireland. And uh, if you look at Dingle, the southwest, Bushmills, all the way at the very north of uh, Northern Ireland. Right. It's up there. Um, that's Cooley County. And they've been doing it with Kilbegan forever. Well, as we talk about Irish whiskey, Samadier Dave, the one thing that I think there is a misconception about Irish whiskeys 
is either they think it's going to be way too mild, not flavorful enough, or it's really a, a distant cousin, like a, a, third, a third cousin of Scotch whiskey. And that's not the case. No. In fact, many people prefer Irish whiskey to Scotch whiskey because it is smoother, doesn't have the peatiness. It is a very clean, refreshing, very bright whiskey on the palate and right. taste. The barley that they use is unpeated. When you peat... The barley, it gives it a whole different smokiness and flavor profile. So Irish whiskeys are probably very similar to Canadian whiskeys. They're very soft, very approachable. They're light in taste. If you use a mixer with it, it accepts that mixer, whether it's orange juice or whatever else, ginger ale. It'll give you a better balance. If you did that with Scotch whiskey, it wouldn't work at all. Yeah, you know, for example, I remember tasting, do- or, uh, uh, not doers, but Johnny Walker Double Black. Yeah. They sent me a bottle, and it was so overly peaty and smoky. Right. I did not care for it. You could smell the peat and the smokiness right. as soon as I poured it. Exactly. I do not prefer a peaty type of whiskey, just like I like a bourbon. I prefer Tennessee whiskey right. because I like the double charcoal mellowing process. Gentleman Jack, one of my favorites. But when you look at Irish whiskey, it's the same thing. It's double or triple fermented. Right. It's triple It is triple distilled. fermented. D- distilled. Well, distilled. So it's extra smooth. Exactly. And what we've got here, we've got a really nice gambit to where some of the Lambay, which we did very well with last year, they've been aged in cognac barrels, but a lot of them are aged in used American bourbon barrels. The largest purchaser of used American bourbon barrels or Tennessee whiskey barrels is the Scotch whiskey distillers and the Irish whiskey distillers. Because it gives a lot to the whiskey's results. Right. As as we know, for bourbon or Tennessee whiskey to be termed that legally, you can only mature it in the barrel one time. Charred oak barrel one time. Brand new oak barrels. Correct. Then they they sell it to the uh, Europeans and let them have at it. (laughs) But it does add some unique flavor characteristics. We are celebrating St. Patrick's Day Irish whiskey tasting maneuvers today on the Sagaro Dave Show. The National Cigar Olitation and Olibation Ceremony is next. Get the latest cigars, hand-picked by the general, each month delivered straight to your door when you join the Cigar Dave Officers Club. For just $22.95 a month, you'll receive three premium cigars in a customized Ziploc Cigar Dave pouch. To join, go to CigarDave.com. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, 
quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. and secure supply of pleasure sticks available for the general to enjoy. It's time for National Cigar Litation Maneuvers. Well, before we commence any litation or libation maneuvers, I must make sure that my hands are properly sanitized. I'm taking my Allcare Steris foam hand sanitizer. What size bottle is this? This is the big one I bought. This is the uh, nine ounce. This there is the go. big one. All right, Somalia Dave, take a little bit on there too. Thank you. There you go. Appreciate okay. it. Danny O, take a little bit. There we go. We are prop, uh, practicing proper anti-Wuhan virus transmission maneuvers. I'm going to rub this in. It's got a nice, uh, nice emolument, emolument uh, aroma. Some emoluments, nice aroma to it. Nice foam. This is state of the art. This is what they use at the Cleveland Clinic on every room, everywhere you go before in an entrance. They've got this on every wall. You did that very well, even though you are in your personal protection suit. That's right. My positive pressure <laughs> personal protection suit. That is correct. Now, my cigar that I'm going to choose today has to be appropriate for St. Patrick's Day. And I will tell you that it has been hermetically sealed. Sealed, secured, sterilized to make sure that any Wuhan virus particulate has been totally destroyed. I would like to destroy the Chinese Communist government as well while I'm at it. Maybe we will. Who knows? But I'm going to remove it from its safety seal, also known as a cellophane wrapper. And the Arturo Fuente Florafina 858. This was the cigar that put Arturo Fuente Cigar Company on the map. A classic. Comes in three different wrappers. Comes in a Cameroon wrapper. Comes in a Connecticut Broadleaf Maduro wrapper. And it also comes in a candela wrapper a light green wrapper some call it claro some call it a jade wrapper but why is it green well because they keep the chloroform or the chlorophyll inside the wrapper they they maintain it so that when it does age it stays green now at one time the jade the candela the claro wrappers were extremely popular i remember my grandfather's cigar abe would smoke gold label cigars that had the candela wrappers but people wanted more flavor more taste and starting in the 80s we started to see people gravitating towards the colorado type wrappers more of a medium brown a tan connecticut wrappers we started seeing honduran nicaraguan wrappers uh, so people started their taste changing but when you look at this, this is actually a Connecticut Shade wrapper leaf. This is Connecticut Shade, and it is made in the Dominican Republic at Arturo Fuente, Dominican filler and binder. It is a classic. You cannot go wrong with this cigar. It is a wonderful 6 by 47 I almost call this, it's not a Toro, it's not a Lonsdale. I'd call it uh, almost a, mm, I'd call this either a Corona uh, Gordo, a little bit bigger than a regular Corona, or you could call it just a uh, maybe a slimmer Toro. 
but it's a very nice size, six by 47, six inches in length, 47 ring gauge. Box of 25, you're talking about $150. So you're talking about six bucks a cigar, right. by the way. As opposed to the liberal stream media, Brian Williams of BSDNC, I know math. I know that when you divide 347 million people into 500 million, that is not 1.5 million per person. It's $1.53 per person if Bloomberg wanted to give everybody the amount of money he spent on his campaign. But again, nobody said Brian Williams and the Libstream Media were the brightest lights on the tree. Six bucks, can't go wrong. That's what I will enjoy today. Cigar-altering and highly sharpened leaf-exposing device. Well, I'm going to use an elegant cigar scissors. It's a foldable, collapsible scissors. Very elegant way to cut your cigar. Two guillotines, two uh, sharpened guillotines on the end of the scissors. Beautiful job. Initially, when I came into my broadcast location here at the Davidoff Store uh, and Lounge in the Cigar City of Tampa, Marky Mark, the, uh, the general manager, put a El Cheapo cutter, plastic with only one sided of metal guillotine. That was not going to work. He immediately dropped and gave me, gave me 20, and he brought me this beautiful cigar scissor. So that's what I would use today. Maximum BTU flame-throwing and heat-producing apparatus. This is called the WKT, the Wuhan Killing Torch, because it's got such a hot flame and a long flame. You put this on any surface, the Wuhan virus does not stand a chance. I will use the Wuhan Killing Torch today. Cigar, cigar pre-lightation checklist complete. No faults detected. Area clear of all enemies of pleasure. Approval to go throttle up in three, two, one. Listen to that crunch as I elegantly take the head of the cigar off the cap. And what's interesting is you've got this candela light green wrapper. And then on the inside, you can see the dark, uh, the darker brown Colorado colored filler Filler uh, a wrap or filler tobaccos. Yeah, it, it's got a ver it's yeah. it's a strange yeah. look. But I will take my Wuhan killing device torch here. I will gently toast the foot of this cigar, and the Florafina eight five eight is you can't go wrong with an Arturo Fuente Florafina eight five eight six bucks. It's a great cigar. Love the Cameroon. Love the Maduro, and it's been a long time since I've had the Candela version. So we'll give it a shot here as I puff and rotate. Great mm, draw. Definitely a different flavor complexion on the palate compared to the Cameroon, which is a spicy, toothy wrapper, or the Connecticut Broadleaf Maduro, which has some nice sweetness to it. This is almost it's very mild, has some flavor, but the wrapper, which usually gives 50 to 60% of the cigar's overall flavor profile, is relatively flat. So for those that want a cigar that's going to be very mild, not a ton of spice or sweetness uh, or richness, this would be a great choice. Now, would this be my cigar every day with this wrapper? The Florafina 858 would, but not this wrapper. I love the Cameroon. I love the Maduro. You can't go wrong between both of those as I take a few more apart. Hmm. Shabalier Dave, what do you think? Love it. Like you said, it's very mild. This is a delicious stick. Danny O? Fantastic cigar. 
Like it so, and again, you started 35, 40 minutes before us. So, what, what are your impressions of this candela? Very smooth, uh, very, very smooth. Yeah, exactly. Look at that long ash that you're working on. Here very we nice. Go. Well, I think this will go nicely with my uh, the Irish whiskey. So, Samadier Dave, stand by. Sergeant Steve, hit it. Scotch, bourbon, and beer commence thirst-quenching libationary maneuvers. Samadier Dave, we've got, I think, 16, 16 potential Irish whiskeys we have in our lineup. We may get to all of them. We may not. We're in no rush. It's all about quality, not quantity. But first up, I think there's nothing more appropriate than a whiskey named the Irishman. Single the Irishman. malt. It's a single malt. Batch. It's one of only a handful of Irish triple distilled single malts on the market. It's a classic Irish malt that's aged in oak, bourbon, and Oloroso sherry casks to give exceptional flavor and complexity. Each batch is limited to a maximum 6,000 bottles. Well, Samadhi Dave, you read it just the way I wrote it. Fantastic. There you go. Excellent. <laughs> Let me say cheers. And first of all, looking at this, it's got almost a... Light caramel color. It's very light. I would scale on 1 to 10 of, uh, of caramel deepness. It's maybe about a 4. Correct. When you were reading or talking about what Irish whiskey is, you notice they did say you could add caramel color to uh-huh. the whiskey. So if you are aging and your barrels aren't giving you the color you want, it's just like some tequilas, you can add a color caramel to it to give it the right eye appeal that you're looking for. Now, the aroma on the nose, very... Uh, uh, should be ripe get, and fruity. Yeah, it's very fruity, very bright. Maybe some dried yep. apricot, peach, let's, let's say tropical cheers. fruits, maybe a little blossom and vanilla fudge. And that's not the wow. musical group. Now, very this has tasteful. a little bit of spice, a mm. little bit of warmth, has some sweetness as soon as it hits the tongue. Sure does. Danny, did you have some? Yes. What did you good. think? Excellent. Give Excellent. me your, your flavor profile. Give me some some adjectives. <clears throat> you definitely take the taste the caramel in it for sure. The uh, vanilla in it. Vanilla. Yep. yep. Definitely getting some of vanilla, little clove. Yep. Toasted Very almonds. Very smooth. Maybe some honey. Yeah. This is. I, I would say this is smooth, <clears throat> bright, fruity, and balanced. As Rocky Patel would say, it's smooth, it's bright, it's fruity, it's balanced. <laughs> You're going to love it. Nobody works harder than the Irishman to make you a single malt scotch whiskey. A single malt, excuse me, whiskey, not scotch whiskey. Exactly. A single malt Irish whiskey. No, it's fantastic. This is very nice. So just a retail on the Somalia Dave, Paul Park? You're, you're, you're looking at uh, around 24 to $29, depending on the market. All right, so we'll say 25 to $30 range. And the nice thing about it on the finish it's a little lingering. Even though it's mm-hmm. light in flavor, you're still getting that, yeah. you know, granola or apricots all the way through to the next sip. You know, it's got that crunchy granola taste. No wonder I wanted to go out and wear my Birkenstocks. <laughs> Sergeant Steve, do you think I own a pair of Birkenstocks? Uh, negative. That would be a no chance in hell. <laughs> Never. Uh, let's put it this way. It would be the same answer as would I, go on a, would I ever go on a cruise before Wuhan virus or after, the answer is no chance in hell. Same exact thing. But this Irishman single malt is very, very nice. Now, let's give the lineup that we're going to try to get to. We may get to all of them. We may not. Next up is the Lord Lieutenant's Kinahan's small batch. Then the Lord Lieutenant's Kinahan's single malt. 
Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey, the Tullamore Dew Single Malt. Love Tullamore Dew. Yes, Sergeant uh, Somali Dave, you introduced me to Tullamore yes, Dew. Yes, we did. We've done them for many, many years. Beautiful. Can't go wrong. We had Ryan nice Pines. We were over. That's at, right. At uh, Jeannie Perola's restaurant at the time we did. That's exactly did that. right. Uh, Jameson, which is a well-known name, Proper Twelve, Middleton, uh, Single Pot Still. It's called the Berry Chalky Legacy. Mm-hmm. Red Breast. Who doesn't love breast? Red Breast <laughs> is good. Uh, this is the Lustau edition, mm-hmm. Red Breast 12, the Red Breast 15-year age. Then we're going to have a, a Irish whiskey you introduced us to last year Correct. called Slain. Triple Slain. cast, yeah. magnificent. Finian's Five Provinces, Bushmills Red Bush. I prefer the Black Bush or Darker there Bush myself, but who doesn't love Bush? Especially Red I Bush, love Black Bush. Bush, exactly. And then we're going to cap it off with two very unique what I call boutique yes. Irish whiskeys, the Lambay single malt cognac finished and the Lambay small batch cognac finished. And then we've got some other Irish whiskey-related cocktails and libations that we will share with you. So let's do this, Samanya Dave. Let's go to the next on the list, Lord Lieutenant Kinahan's. Who is Lord Lieutenant Kinahan? Well, he was founded this whiskey back in 1779, the small batch release came from a desire to blend a selection of ages in a specially selected variety of ex-bourbon casks, which creates a very well-balanced traditional whiskey. This is an entry level into their heritage collection. They've got more than, as we'll taste, they have a 10-year-old, but they have about three or four different expressions. All right, so let me take... By the way, this is much lighter. This almost has, looks like apple cider almost, a very, very light goldish hue. It's amazing you said that because I got cider when I put it on the palate. Yeah, well, just on the nose, Yeah, I'm getting a little of the apple cider aroma. Let it's me got say, fruitiness cheers. of the apple ciders, roasted almonds, maybe a touch of allspice. This is very spicy. Butterscotch. Oh, yeah. This is, this is a flavor bomb. It's smooth, not very a lot of warmth. Smooth. But this is loaded with spicy, sweet flavor. Very nice. Danny, what do you think? Yeah, definitely. You can taste the almond in it. Uh, it definitely got a It stands a right out. Yeah. Yeah, I would say this jumps on your palate. You know, neat over uh, the rocks. This is a really good sipping whiskey. With this cigar, this is a perfect day to spend, you know, with the loved ones and that. Yeah, this just <laughs> is just a uh, flavor bomb of, and I want to mark, mark, break this down because we're going to have all... All of the tastings and the notes, pictures, will be at CigarDave.com after the show. Actually, we loaded, before we had the tasting notes, just the listing of what we're going to have. But we'll have all the tasting notes, so you can take it with you if you want to buy some Irish whiskey in time for Tuesday. But this jumps on your palate, perfectly, just perfect to drink neat. Flavor bomb with sweetness and subtle spice. This is a five-star selection all the way. Definitely. Five-star selection. No ifs, no ends, no buts. I'm going to take another sip of this. It's really good. Now, this is their small batch. Small batch. Suggested retail. You're looking at about $40 a bottle. Now now we're going to move into Lord Lieutenant Kinahan's single malt. So it'll be interesting to see how it differs. Again, very, very light in color. Not a lot of color difference. And this was aged 10 years. Which is amazing that it doesn't have more color into it, but it is relatively light. Chocolate, tropical fruitness you'll get on your nose. You know, I'm actually getting a, some cologne notes on the nose. 
Yeah, a lot big difference in flavor. Almost, almost reminds me of high karate or Jade East. <laughs> Maybe even Brut by Fabergé. But no, it's got a, like a, a cologne type of aroma. I will mm-hmm. say cheers. This is the Lord Lieutenant's Kinahan's single malt age 10. Yep, the 10-year-old. Maybe a little bit of all, all spice Whoa, notes. Oh, yeah. Definitely, a lot of flavor on this smoother. one. Definitely smoother. Yeah, it's smooth. Some sizzle, but light. And definitely has a... Let me take another sip here. Orange Pico tea. Mm-hmm. Get a little yes. bit of that. Has citrus tea-like flavor notes. You get some malt and nut flavors on it. Yep. I still like the small batch, but I think this easily could be a five-star selection as well. Uh, suggested retail, somebody. Dave. You're looking at, I think it was $72. No, $62. $62. So big difference yeah. in price. Now, do I think there's a... $22 difference in price, you know, maybe another uh, 50%. Uh, not necessarily, but it's very nice. It does have different flavor notes. But if you want to stick to a budget and say, you know what, 40 bucks, the Lord Lieutenant can a hands, small batch, you cannot go wrong. Both of these are five-star selections. All right, so we've got three in the books, the Irishman Single Malt, the Lord Lieutenant Kinahan's Small Batch, the Lord Lieutenant's Kinahan's Single Malt. When we come back, we'll hit Tullamore Dew, Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and Single Malt as we celebrate St. Patrick's Day with Irish Whiskey, Whiskey Tasting Maneuvers on the Cigar Dave Show. The General is now on Instagram. Follow him for pictures of the latest cigars, libations, and what he's enjoying during the show. <laughs> That could be interesting, and we'll have to block out some faces. Go to Instagram and search Cigar Dave. Cigar Dave Officers Club members receive three great cigars monthly that I personally select. For March 2020, I've got two beauties. First up, members will receive two CAO Sessions, Sit, Smoke, Chill. Wrapped in a deep, dark Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, the CAO Session is medium in body, notes of cream, pepper, cinnamon, nuts, chocolate, an all-day cigar. And then, a very unique cigar no longer available that I was personally able to get my hands on for our Officers Club members, the CAO Orellana. The fourth in the Amazon series, a very mysterious cigar wrapped in a Brazilian Cubra wrapper that is aged six years. It is unique, mysterious. You will love it. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club. $22.95 per month. You get three great cigars per month like the CAO Orellana and the CAO Session. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and join right now. America is under attack. Basic freedoms, privileges, and acts that we would normally take for granted are disappearing each day, including the simple ability to enjoy a cigar. This is Glenn Loop, Executive Director of Cigar Rights of America, CRA. At a time when elected officials should be thinking about education, public safety, and creating jobs, they are actually thinking about smoking bans, new taxes, and regulations of historic proportions on premium cigars. The cigars that provide us with pleasure, relaxation, and fellowship are under attack. We have to stop it. That's why Cigar Rights of America was created, to work for a new political day for cigar enthusiasts across America, to roll back restrictive laws and defeat onerous taxes and regulations that impact everyone from your local cigar shop to your personal humidor. 
For the price of a few great cigars, be a part of this effort to protect your right to enjoy a cigar without excessive taxation and cumbersome legislation. Go to CigarRights.org. Let's tell the government we've had enough. Join now, CigarRights.org. Today, we celebrate St. Patrick's Day to honor the patron saint of Ireland. That reminds me, we need a Cigar Dave Day to honor the patron saint of Alpha Males. What am I thinking? As Alphas, we celebrate that every day with cigars, delicacies, and great libations like whiskey. Mick, you just broke the general's bottle of Pappy Van Winkle. He'll have kittens. We got to get the hell out of here. Mick the Brit is officially in UK witness protection somewhere in the European Theater of Operations. I understand he found an abandoned World War II bunker, and he is no, we haven't heard from him in a week. We don't know where he is. We may never spot him, but Voice Talent brings up a good point. We should celebrate the patron saint. We do every day, but hey, the patron saint of Alpha, I can have a special day once a year. Why not? There's nothing wrong with that. As we continue with Samadier Dave, Daniel Williams, friend of the Cigar Dave Show, St. Patrick's Day Irish Whiskey Tasting Maneuvers. We're going to make a quick change here. We're going to save the Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and Single Malt for the next hour because we have some associated libations. Samadier Dave, let's see if we can get to the Jameson and the proper 12 in the next few minutes. There you go. You have it right here, General. All right. This is the, which is the proper 12? Right. Oh, no, it's the That's Jameson. the Jameson. Okay. Right there. Got the Jameson, so I'm going to put that in my special snifter. By the way, I like the black nitrile uh, glove that you are wearing. We are practicing Thank you very much. Uh, uh, right, Wuhan virus precautionary sanitary maneuvers. Now, this I can smell a lot of oak. Yes. Right off. I mean, I can smell the wood right off the nose. I mean, it's just jumping off. I'll say cheers. And again, tell me about Jameson as I take a sip. It's one of the six original main Dublin whiskeys. Currently, they're producing 7.3 million cases, and it's from blend of grain whiskey, single pot still whiskeys. Wow. I am getting major oak on the nose and palate. Immediate sizzle is what I'm yes. getting as soon as you get it. Danny, what do you think? Powerful. Same thing. It's uh, unbelievable. I've actually been to this distillery in uh, Ireland. Beautiful place. Very good. Mm. This is very popular, Somalia David yes. Jameson. This is one of the most popular Irish whiskeys around. I think they are responsible for getting people back to drinking Irish whiskeys because they didn't come out and say, oh, we're an Irish whiskey. They came out and said, we're a whiskey. They gave Smart. it a, a great marketing, gave it a, a very affordable Suggested price Suggested retail on the Jameson. I think it's around $20 a bottle. Can't go wrong. Now, Proper 12, tell me about this. Okay, that's Connor McGregor. He's the one that does Proper 12. He was created creating a blend of sweet Irish grain and single malt whiskeys. It's a smooth balance of whiskey with hints of vanilla, honey, toasted oak. I'm getting sweetness, fruit on the nose right off the bat. And let me say cheers. Take a sip here. This is the proper 12. Wow, this is nice. Very smooth. This Very has smooth. almost a liqueur-type taste to it. Liqueur-type taste. Sweet. You've got some. It's aged in former bourbon barrels, developing flavors of vanilla, honey, yep. toasted wood. Mm-hmm. 
That's what I'm getting, the vanilla right off the bat. Exactly. Very, very nice. Can't go wrong. So we have sampled the Irishman single malt. Lord Lieutenant's Kinahan small batch. Lord Lieutenant Kinahan single malt. Jameson, proper 12. Much more coming your way. We celebrate St. Patrick's Day Irish whiskey tasting maneuvers. Go to CigarDave.com. Download a PDF, our entire Irish whiskey tasting list. Follow along and take it to your liquor store. Hour 2 is next. Entertainment Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, there's a lot of pandemonium going on in the world. The Wuhan virus. People are afraid stopping travel. They are being quarantined. It is crazy. Now, people are running out and getting toilet paper. They're getting paper towels. They're getting the hand sanitizer. I've got my All Care Steris foam hand sanitizer here. We got the Clorox disinfecting wipes. Samadhi Dave is wearing a black nitro uh, glove as we serve. We have taken precautions. But there's one precaution you must load up on. Several things. First of all, make sure you have ample amounts of alcoholic libations in-house. Stock up. Make sure you have ample amount of cigar inventory. Stock up. And make sure you have adequate amounts of meat products. Don't worry about the sides. Get the meat. You will be prepared. And we welcome you back, hour number two. We come to you as our Ford Theater of Operations has moved from the AMEN, Alpha Male Entertainment Network World Headquarters, to the Davidoff of Geneva store in Lounge here in the Cigar City of Tampa. As always, wonderful hospitality from proprietor Jeff Borshowitz. Always love coming here, and we are in our own secure area. So we've got a six-foot cordoned-off area. Nobody can get near us. We are secure. We've called out, by the way, the Alpha Army National Guard to make sure that we are properly cordoned off and protected. Don't mean to make light of it. Life must go on. Just be secure. Wash your hands. And this is a lesson for everyone out there. Always wash your hands. Always wipe down your surfaces. I can't tell you the number of times that I have walked into a restroom And some guy will walk out. I know this happens in the ladies' room because women have told me this. And they are doing their thing. And all of a sudden, they turn around. And instead of washing their hands, of course, they zip up their fly and they walk right out the door. Thoroughly disgusting. If you're one of those people, probably not because you're alphas. You're educated. You have learned from an early age the importance of being sanitary, washing your hands. But these are betas. They are clueless. It is disgusting. If anything, this will teach us next flu season to take more precautions. Always wash your hands. Always use hand sanitizer. I wash my hands probably, I kid you not, at least 50 times a day. I'm always washing my hands, and it dates back to when I was a little kid. My dad was a surgeon, and he told me the proper way. He said, before surgery, 10 minutes we scrub, and he taught me the proper way. I didn't 
wash my hands for 10 minutes, but soap and water. I love these people that just put their hands under the water for three seconds and walk out. <laughs> hands with water, warm water, ample amounts of soap, lather it up, get between the index fingers, your nails. Sergeant Steve, I know you practice that as well. Samadier Dave, Danny O. Well, Danny O, I'm not so sure. No, I'm kidding. I don't have to. I have the black glove. You got the club. Exactly. By, by the way, what's that tube of KY jelly sitting next to you, Samadier Dave? Busted. Can't be trusted. But always take precautions. It's very important. And I tell people, if you are sick, you got a cold. Upper, what did I do when I had a bad upper respiratory infection six weeks ago? I did not go into Alpha Male Entertainment Network headquarters. I stayed home for almost, it was about 12 days. And when I did go in, I made sure nobody was around, only for a short amount of time, always wipe down my surfaces, make sure everything is washed, take precautions. People, I think sometimes, look, you've got to take precautions. Life must go on. You can't just stop what you're doing. But I really believe that if you take precautions and if you see somebody that's hacking away, coughing, stay away. Yesterday morning I had a meeting and there was four people that came into my office. They all went to shake my hands. And I said, Wuhan virus procedures are in effect. And gave them the elbow tap. And again, I said, nothing disrespectful. And they all looked and said, you know what, you're right. I've got to stop doing that. And on my desk, what did I have? I've got my... All care steris foam. I said, I've got a cornucopia of hand sanitizers. Would you like the Purell? Would you like the hand foam? I got Clorox wipes. I've got other. They're like, General, you are prepared. I said, That's why I'm not a private, because I am fully prepared. And wherever you are, take precautions. If you've got to stay home for whatever reason, do so. Just make sure you have ample cigars, ample libations, ample spirits, and make sure that you've got ample harem, rackage, and stackage. Very important. All right, I think we've got all the ground rules done. St. Patrick's Day is Tuesday, Irish whiskey tasting maneuvers. We love doing specialty shows like this. I've got sommelier Dave Cavanis, also Danny O. Williams, who has joined us, longtime friend of the Cigar Dave Show, cigar connoisseur, libation connoisseur. And actually, Danny, you've got a very nice man cave. I've never been invited, but from what I hear and from what pictures I've seen, but nice of you to invite me. I appreciate that. You're invited anytime. And I had you at my man cave, but again, <laughs> I've never got it. I know you don't live that far from me, Danny, so I'm, I'm waiting because I hear you've got quite the outdoor tiki bar setup. Yeah, I do. <laughs> okay, well, we're waiting for the invitation, and, uh, and I understand you've got some very nice El Productos and Muriels and, uh, and, and Dutch Masters ready for us to enjoy. Anytime. All right, fantastic. Samadier Dave, we have sampled five fantastic Irish whiskeys, the Irishman Single Malt, Kinahan Small Batch, Kinahan Single Malt, Jameson Proper 12. We've got another group, maybe I think eight or so, eight or ten, that we're going to try to get to. We've got some other cocktails as well. So, Samani, Dave, this is the Tula Mordu. Correct. You introduced me to Tula Mordu way back. Oh, years ago. I was really high on this because of the flavor profile and the price point on it is real conducive to having this as an everyday whiskey to consume. It's Ireland's second largest whiskey. It was started back in 1829 by Daniel Edmund Williams in the town of Tullamore, Ireland. Is that where the song Tura Lura Lura came from? <laughs> Tura Lura Tullamore Du. Uh, I think that's I, it, wasn't it? I don't know. I'm okay. Oh, there you go. You've got me lost on that one. Sergeant Steve, you're half Irish. You start sing- Don't you know all these tunes? Didn't your mother sing you these songs? Uh, negative. Come on. You're not Irish. Listen, here's a little rhyme. You may not know this. Roses are reddish. Violets are bluish. 
you probably didn't know St. Patrick's was Jewish. There he is. Bingo. <laughs> nice. So here, I like okay, I know more about St. Patrick's Day, although Dr. Z, my father, did grow up in an Irish, South Buffalo, very yeah, Irish. Very. And, I mean, very big, big Irish uh, population, so I knew all about the Irish yeah, My traditions. dad grew up in Irishtown back home. In Pittsburgh. Yeah, that's what it was known as, so. Little That's Italy, Irish town, yeah, very yeah, sure. exactly. Great food, great spirit. Mm-hmm. Tavern on every corner. Oh, you know. Oh, yes. absolutely. So, Sergeant Steve, like, what happened? You know, I'm more well, Irish than you are. I say I'm half Irish, but the family came over like in the 1700s. So, wait a minute. That didn't change them from being well, Irish. Yeah, but the traditions apparently. Did he didn't not make a big deal saying, "Hey, I'm half Irish"? He's from the Midwest of the country. Must yeah, well, be listen, Cincinnati, that. more German. Come on. Well, no, Cincinnati is absolutely uh, right. My mom grew up in Pittsburgh. So, oh, your mother grew up in Pittsburgh, yeah, yeah. Irish Town. There you go. Yeah, there you go. I didn't know that. Yeah. Pittsburgh. Okay, interesting. And then uh, lived in Cincinnati. Yeah, we lived in, in Lima. Which Lima. Was two hours now, where's away. your father from originally? Uh, Detroit. Oh, he's from Detroit. Yeah. Ah, he's a Michigander. Uh-huh. Ah, now Motor I know City. why you're a Michigan fan. Aha! Now we know the rest of the story. He's a Motor City madman. Uh-huh. We lived in Ann Arbor when I was a kid, too. So. Oh, you did? Wow. Yeah. Beautiful That's time. where we became Love fans. that time. Gotcha. Okay, well, there you go. The big, and you still have tickets, don't you? Yes. In the big house. Oh, Nelly. Beautiful. I can, hear, I can just hear <laughs> right now Keith Jackson, the greatest oh, college play-by-play announcer Agreed. of all time. Oh, Nelly, it's a wonderful day for football. In fact, it's so clear you can see all the way to Ypsilanti from Ann Arbor. I mean, that sound, there, there's nothing yeah. like it. I mean, Herb right. Lundquist was great, but... Nothing like Keith Jackson. Yeah, he was That's the to best. me, yeah. it's like Chris Schenkel, mm-hmm. PBA bowling. Remember? Oh, yeah. Professional bowlers, there's just certain sounds that you identify. To me, I still identify Pat Summerall with the NFL. Oh, sure. Just, just the same thing. All right, so the fake Irish. You know what? You're like Elizabeth Warren <laughs> over here. You know? Yeah, but I didn't You're faux St. Patrick over here. I didn't claim anything on my taxes or, you know, yeah. financial aid. Fo- we got faux Patrick <laughs> over here along with Focahontas. <laughs> we got a fake Irishman over uh, here. This is unacceptable. Uh, All right, so, Samadhi Dave, we've got the Tullamore Dew here. Yes. And just refresh my memory one more time here. I'll say cheers. And on the nose. It's going to be light. A lot of vanilla. Sweet a lot of vanilla citrus, and spice and clove. Green apple with vanilla undertones. Your taste is going to have Ooh, fresh nice. fruit, leading to a definite light spike, followed by some toast wood, which evolves into a delicious vanilla sweetness. I would say bold bouquet of fruity sweetness with touch of vanilla and warmth. This is very pleasant. Yes. And this is not very expensive. No, it's... I believe twenty dollars. It's an everyday Irish whiskey. I give this five star selection. Yes. I'll tell you why. First of all, forget the price. The taste is great. It's extremely smooth. Mm-hmm. There's no bite. Perfect balance of warmth, nice sweetness, incredible fruitiness. This is just a very approachable, delicious whiskey. Irish whiskey that everybody should have in their bar. Danny, what do you think? Definitely, I have this on my bar. Definitely, it's a toast. You can taste that toasted too. Mm. Lovely. Yeah. It stands right on. So I've made some drinks with. The Tullamore Dew, Irish coffee. This is the Irish coffee. It's just mm, the whiskey you know coffee. with coffee. All right, let's see. And a little whipped cream on the top. I know you like that yeah, little nice bit little of whipped, whipped cream. cream. You know who loves whipped cream? Girls. <laughs> yes, <laughs> depends. <laughs> Certain spots, yes. And the men like it more. But Pendragon's Royal Baron, Puppy Baron. There you go. I take him to Starbucks, ask for a puppuccino. It's just whipped cream. I, someone said, go get him a puppuccino. I'm like, what, what's in a puppuccino? Whipped cream. And he gets it in oh the cup, goodness. goes to town. Oh, he and Sultan loved it. Loved it, loved it. Let me take a sip here. Mm. 
Mm. You got coffee mm. with a, a little hint of Irish whiskey. Right. It's not overpowering, but just enough to get you a caffeine kick with a little bit of alcoholic kick. And then the next one is going to be the Irish Winter. The Irish Winter. Yeah, that's going to be Tullamore Dew with some Baileys, Kahlua, and also, again... Wow, I can smell the Kahlua and the Baileys right off the bat. Yes. I'll say cheers. This may be oh, sweet. Oh, this is going to be too sweet for you. Oh, that's like drinking sugar. Mm-hmm. That is way too sweet for me, Danny. That is definitely a ladies' drink there. Bingo. The mm-hmm. dames will love this. Now, you should always have some of this available exactly. for your harem, whether it's harem of one or 32. Why? Mm-hmm. Because they tend to like sweet drinks. Give them some sweet drinks. They'll give you some sweet action. If you know what I mean, and I believe you, you do. do. St. Patrick's Day Irish Whiskey Tasting Maneuvers shall continue around the corner. The General is always on Twitter. Delivering breaking news. Giving you the latest intel on cigars. And battling the enemies of pleasure. Chat with the General now at Cigar Dave Show. Let me take a few moments away from our Irish whiskey tasting to discuss the tumultuous events of the week regarding the Wuhan virus that is now spread to the United States and has caused a massive amount of cancellations, life disruptions, just absolute uh, panic buying that we are seeing across the country. And I call it Wuhan virus. You notice I didn't call it coronavirus like the Libstream media and all the Dems, I call it by its real name. The Chinese Communist government allowed the Wuhan virus to spread. They suppressed the information about the existence of the Wuhan virus. I don't need a Dem or some Lib Media member telling me that I'm xenophobic. The fact of the matter is, I have no problem with the Chinese people. I love Chinese food. But I hate the Chinese Communist government, and so do the people of China. So let's call it for what it is, the Wuhan virus. The Chinese communist government has endangered the health of the entire world and the world's economic system. We saw a meltdown on Wall Street. We have seen airlines now that are grounding planes, no travel. We're seeing events disrupted, the Masters, the NCAA tournament, football, baseball. We're seeing panic buying of toilet paper. Don't ever even get me started on why the hell people are rushing out to buy toilet paper. Like, that's going to be a huge problem. But what we're seeing is an unprecedented response. This is an unprecedented event. No ifs, ands, or buts. President Trump has not handled this well. Now, I'm a huge President Trump supporter. You know it. But I am not afraid to give constructive uh, criticism. And constructive criticism is due. His Oval Office address this past week was flat, dead, dead on arrival. Yesterday, he started off flat, looked tired, and then perked up as the news conference went on, bringing on the CEOs of the various uh, private companies and saying that they would work together to get these tests out. That testing has been a disaster. The CDC should rename themselves to the CDCDA, the Centers for Disease Control Disaster Area, because they have bungled this testing. Too much bureaucracy. Dr. Robert Redfield, the head of the CDC, HHS Secretary Azar, they have to go. President Trump should have said yesterday, every day, 
for however long it takes, seven days a week, I will be here at 9.30 a.m., 1 p.m., and at 5.30 p.m., and I will go and brief the entire media, the entire nation, on what is going on and what is taking place. But this has been a disaster. Now, I'll get to more of that on some special edition podcast this week and on next week's show, but suffice it to say, we better cut our dependency on China big time. If we don't, we are going to be in huge trouble. And in fact, now the Chinese communist government is trying to blame the United States for the Wuhan virus and its spread. What a load of BS poppycock. That infuriates me to no end. Enough of these Chinese commie bastards. We need to cut our dependency on China. Let's bring back manufacturing to this country. Let's bring back the manufacturing of pharmaceuticals to this country. And don't buy any food products from China. That's another issue I'll get to next week. But I am beyond perturbed. The Chinese are not only America's enemies, they are the world's enemies. They should be stopped. And the only way to do it is let them fall economically. Shame on us. Shame on the CEOs of all the American companies for outsourcing our manufacturing and the livelihoods and the health and safety of Americans to the Chinese communist rat bastards. Enough is enough. As I walk by the dark side one evening so rare to view the still waters and take the salt air I spied an old fisherman singing a song I'll take me away boys, me time is not Command Center Alpha has gone green No, not in the liberal, whack-chob, pinko, commie, tree-hugging type way it's St. Patrick's Day Aaron Gobra Whiskey Tasting Maneuvers on the Cigar Dave Show. Who's the wise guy that crossed out bra and put brazier on this script? Aaron Gobrazier. Nice. Only Mick would have fallen for that one. Voice talent, Ed, forget about it. Irish Spring, manly, yes, but I like it too. And don't forget to have your frosted lucky charms to start off Tuesday, St. Patrick's Day. Maybe instead of milk, use a little Guinness. Can't go wrong with that some bangers and mash and then midday i think maybe you could do some shepherd's pie that's always good can't go wrong with that corned beef and cabbage some guinness and irish whiskey and then just take it all the way to dinner call an uber or a lyft do not drive yourself and we are continuing with st patrick's day irish whiskey tasting maneuvers samadier dave we've got danny o joining us samadier dave we have just finished the two tulamore dues love that single malt 14. Oh, no, we haven't tried that yet. No, we're going to do it right now. That's right. Okay, so, so we've got this. The 14-year-old has actually been finished in port cask, bourbon cask, Madeira cask, and Oloroso sherry cask. So four casks, correct? Yes. Wow. Off the nose, you're going to get some zesty citrus grilled pineapple. You know, the flavor profile is going to be big creamy malt with loads of vanilla for all those different barrels it's going to be ripe sweet hints of poached apple all right let me take a sip wow that has got some major flavor on the taste buds yeah that jumps out a lot of fire a lot of sizzle a lot of spice a lot of fruitiness a lot of you can definitely taste the oak and the sherry 
this thing just pops. You know, this is something, you know, a lot of women might not enjoy a whiskey because it's too dry or what they like to say is bitter. This would fit their palate perfectly. Well, I'd water it down a, a bit. On ice? A little creates ice. Its own Actually, water. I would just put some branch, some water in here yeah. to cut it a little bit because it's got a lot of sizzle. This sure may does. be too much for most women, even for some men, but it is very fruity and very flavorful. Suggested retail. You're looking at about a $52 bottle. All right, so definitely more expensive. Now we're going to go into the Middleton Single Pot Still Irish Whiskey, Barry Crockett Legacy. And it says, mm-hmm. as custodian of the legendary Middleton style for over three decades, how fitting it is that the first ongoing bottling of a pot still whiskey under the Middleton name pays tribute to our master distiller, Barry Crockett. No yep. relation to Davy Crockett. All right, so Samadhi Dave, if you will pour a little bit here for me. There oh, you there go. It is. Got I've it. got okay, it there. You got it right there for me. You're going to get an elegant aroma of vanilla and toasted oak, and it's going to be complemented by a touch of lime, succulent green berries, pears, and green sweet peppers. This is nice. This is really nice. Yeah, this it has is. It's got a great flavor. Wow, I'm definitely getting some sweet, you almost get, apple right on the yeah. nose. Yeah, you green get, apple. Yeah. Green apple for sure. I'll say. Cheers. Take a sip here. And this is the Middleton Berry. Let me see that bottle one more time. There you go. Legacy. Yeah. Berry Crockett Legacy. Mm -hmm. Very tasty. Oh, this is beautiful. This is incredibly smooth. It sure is. It's smooth. It's tame with just a hint of pepper spice note. Yep. Just a hint. Beautiful. I give this a five star selection as well. Hands down. This is very good. Yeah, it is. And the beauty of this is with the oak, you get that little bit of vanilla. Mm. You know, it stands out. What are we looking at cost-wise on this? Uh, I believe it's around $50 a bottle. Uh, worth it. Danny O? Yes, sir. you got to add this to your tiki bar. Hand, hands down, that's coming on the bar. Yeah, that I have not been invited to or have not visited, <laughs> just, to let, just, just to let you know. That's okay. Do you have to check with, uh, with the missus to see if you can invite me? Not at all. You sure about we that? We could do a show yeah. one there. Okay, that, that, we'll do that. We could do that. We should I was just do. seeing, you know, maybe you had to we ask the missus for there. permission. <laughs> Tony's very agreeable. Because I did notice some, like, leash marks right around the neck. And I, I, just, just, I was just pointing she, that out. She let me out for an hour. All right, that's good. That's good. All right, you, you got to report back here in 10 minutes. All right, so here's what we're going to do. When we come back, we're going to be moving into the... Red breast. Would you let me finish? I was going to say into <laughs> the... Into the rackage and stackage portion of our Irish whiskey tasting maneuvers. We're going breast hunting, if you will. Red breast. We're going to have their... Lustau edition, the Red Breast 12, the Red Breast 15. I never met a large breast I didn't love. Okay? Agreed. That's the bottom line. Rackage and stackage on every one of them. Who doesn't like red breast? <laughs> bottom line, when we come back, we'll sample that. It is Cigaro Dave on my St. Patrick's Day Irish whiskey tasting maneuvers. You, you need to add some alpha to your Facebook news feed. By following The General, you'll get the latest intel in the world of cigars, info on the show each week, and see what The General is smoking. Click like at Facebook.com slash Cigar Dave. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. 
Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. of the Irish? True alpha males don't need it. But for everyone else, Cigar Dave hosts St. Patrick's Day Aaron Gobra Whiskey Tasting Maneuvers to get the party started right. Whoa! For pity's sake. Miss Kate, a hand please. It looks like Mick has fallen into the trash can again. <laughs> fell in the trash can, but again, he is in witness protection somewhere in the European Theater of Operations. Why? He broke my bottle of Pappy Van Winkle. You know, Mick, for St. Patrick's Day, most people say, yeah, I'll have a Guinness or two. Mick just takes his mouth, puts it right underneath the tap, and just says, keep going until I tell you to stop. <laughs> but now, because of the Wuhan virus, my understanding is they gave him the tap to take home. And said go. In, in his bunker, in the World War II bunker, because uh, we're coming after him. We're hunting him down. So there you go. All right. Let's talk about red breast. American alphas love breasts. Whether it's chicken, whether it is Irish whiskey red breast, or whether it is a dame breast. We love breast. Red breast. We've got three different red breasts. Tell me about red breast. Very well known in in Ireland. So this is a collaboration between the Bodegas Lostal and the Ultimate Sherried Style of the red breast uh, Irish whiskeys. All right. And the red, now this is the Lustau edition. So tell me about Lustau. Well, the Lustau is going to be very nice. It's going to be very elegant. It's going to have some vanilla and toasted oak compliments there. You're going to get some little sweetness off of berries and you're going to get a nice vanilla uh, aroma on it. I'm getting notes of vanilla and clove right Mm -hmm. off the aroma. Right right on my nose. It's incredible. That's got a lot of flavor. And we take a sip. This is the Red Breast Red Lustau Breast. Edition. Yes. A little bit of pepper on it. Whoa. Very that flavorful. That has got some serious spice and pepper. I'm getting right at the top of my tongue, the tip of my tongue, some major sizzle, major clove spice. Danny? Very good. Very good. Yeah. 
Lot this of goes great with the cigars. Yeah, this is definitely. This will hold up. To yeah, that. I would have more of a medium to full flavored cigar with this, but very nice. Suggested retail. Uh, you're looking at $71 a bottle. Wow. So this is definitely on the expensive side. Now let's try the Red Breast 12. Tell me about this, Samadhi Dave. Well, it's going to be very similar, but it's not going to be maturated with the Lostal. It's going to be aged whiskeys. The youngest, 12 years, you're going to get a nice full body to this. You're going to get the, as the oak, a little bit of vanilla. You get some Oloroso sherry in it, and it's just going to be nice and bold and flavorful. Well, I can tell you I'm getting some notes of oak, a little mustiness on the nose. Very unique aroma. I'll say cheers. A little bit lighter than what the La Style was. Yeah, quite a yeah bit. definitely quite much a bit. lighter. Yeah, Still has a little bit of peppery clove, but much lighter. This is what I would call more approachable, more tame. Yes. But I like this far better than the Lustau. Just not as powerful. Right, bold as the yeah. Lustau was. You're looking at $60 a bottle on this one. So red breasts te- tend to be on the more expensive side. Yeah. But compared to the Tullamore Dews and some of the other ones correct. that we've sampled. All right. But a lot of that has to do with the aging. Remember, the like the Tulum we're doing at our age three years. One was 12 years. Now this one's going to be 15 years at uh, a minimum. Correct. A minimum. It has to be the youngest whiskey the youngest in there, whiskey. 15. Yes. All right. So let's try the 15. I'll have you pour it into my... Oh, it's right here. Okay. Yep. We got it. And it's going to be very similar to the 12. It should be a little drier. You're going to get really nice oak notes with yep. it you could get some more citrus vanilla citrus yes yep. maybe some apple we'll say cheers this is the red breast 15 that's i got some nice sherry uh oh yeah cherry flavor got off some of cherry and sherry yeah <clears throat> definite more flavor i'd say it's this it's richer not more flavor it's richer than the 12 the 12 yes. tends to be a tad bit on the lighter side the 15 is much more, has more personality than yes. the 12, is what I would say. Yes, it does. Yeah, you got some flavor in this one. Yep, no doubt about it. Very nice. Suggested retail on this? Uh, you're looking at about 65 to 69. All right, 65, we'll say to 70. So all of those red breasts are nice. The Lustau was full. I like the 12 best of all yes, of them. The of 15, a little bit hard. Now, before we go into the next, the slain, Samadhi Dave, how about a Jameson and ginger? Easy libation Perfect. to make. Perfect. All you do is you take your tumbler, you put in a couple ounces of Jameson's, and then you put in, depending on how powerful the drink you want, half an ounce to an ounce of ginger ale. Ice, voila. All right. Let's give it a try here. As I was growing up, they were called highballs. Very nice. A little bit. Yeah. Get that ginger sweetness, a little bit of Irish, and it's easy to make. Yeah, very easy. Basically, what do you do? Like one part ginger and like five parts, or one part Jameson, five parts ginger? Yeah, depending on how uh, you want your drink, how powerful you want your drink. Easy. You know what? Early day, later in the day. And I would put a nice lime garnish or an orange garnish on here. Sure. Orange would be perfect. Yeah, can't go wrong. Very, very pleasant. All right. So next up, Samadhi Day, we're going to Slane. Now, you introduced Slane to me last year. Yes. Tell me about Slane. They're relatively new, are they not? Uh, it was purchased by Brown Foreman. Okay. And this distillery actually is from the 1700s, and it just wasn't doing much. And then Brown Foreman wanted to get into the Irish side since they have a great 
uh, presence in Tennessee and in Kentucky. So Slane, this is going to be a triple cast process is what they're talking about. They're going to have virgin oak, seasoned oak, Oloroso's cherry oak cask. And they're going to age their whiskey in those three different casks. Then they're going to blend it together for a smooth, complex, robust flavor. All right. So let us take a sniff here. Wow, this has some beautiful sweetness. Yeah, that's from that Oloroso yeah, right. sherry. Yep, no that question on the nose. That is really nice. I we'll like this. say cheers, and this is the Slane Triple Cask. This is very good. It's going to marry the toasted grain and the oh, malt yeah. whiskeys with the distinctive flavor of the oak and the spices. This is really nice. Yeah, I'm definitely getting the oak, the spice, very complex. A little bit of warmth. Nothing yeah, going. Sure. A little bit of the warmth on the, on the palate, on the tongue, but not on the way down. No. With a little bit of spice, a little bit of clove. Uh, some citrus, a lot of fruit, a lot of vanilla. Uh, definitely getting the oak and the wood. Very your, nice. Your virgin cast is going to give you toasted vanilla. The seasoned cast is going to give you caramel, plum, banana. And your sherry cast is going to give you raisin and spice. Well, Blend them all together, and it's slain. I give this a five-star selection. And for $25, very affordable. Yeah, very nice. I mean, you can't go wrong. Very, very pleasant. All right, Samadier Dave. Now we've got, I think we're going to be able to hit all of them, believe it or not. So we can slow down a little bit. We don't need to rush. There you go. We do not need to rush. Well, then let me give you this next cocktail. Perfect. I'm it's ready for it. It's the Irish Gold. I've made it with Tullamore Dew, peach schnapps, orange juice, and ginger ale. All right. Now this could be an interesting, I, the schnapps is going to add sweetness. The orange yep. juice, a little bit of citrus tart. So, and you can finish it. If you want, you can put a splash of ginger ale. As well, but we'll and that'll that fursant just livens it up. Let me take a sip. Mm. Pretty delightful. Yeah, you didn't use rocks. too much schnapps in here. No, I made so sure not to because nice orange sweetness. juice with a little Irish whiskey. This reminds me of a mimosa, but better with the Irish whiskey. So very nice. And again, we'll have these recipes at cigardave.com. We will post them on the website. And don't forget. If you are, have not followed me on social media, go to CigarDave.com, upper right-hand corner. You will see we have all of our social media links, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Just go there and make sure you follow us. We will put all of the information that you hear today on the website. We've already posted the uh, lineup of all the Irish whiskeys that we are enjoying today, but we did not put the tasting notes. Why? Because we had to taste these. So, Sergeant Steve, what do you think? By probably, uh, it's, we're almost approaching 2 p.m. Eastern. What do you think? By about 4 p.m. Eastern, we should have that up? Yeah, it should be up by then. It okay, no fantastic. So, just go to CigarDave.com. You can print it out in a PDF, take it with you, and you've got all the tasting notes. And let me give you a recommendation. Get a group of people together. Get 10, 12 people together. Order up some nice Irish food, maybe Tuesday night. Go in to a spirits uh, or uh, a liquor store and select maybe five or six. Everybody chip in maybe 40 bucks. Chip in, select five, six different of these Irish whiskeys. You can do a vertical tasting, get some cigars. You make a wonderful evening out of it. And actually, you could do that tonight. Why wait till Tuesday? Yeah. Saturday night, perfect time to do it. That would be my recommendation. And uh, Danny O, are you going to be doing that this evening? I will be doing that. By the way, you asked me about Salem's hot dogs. You said, I heard about these hot dogs from Buffalo. What's the story? And my answer was Salem's Smokehouse Dogs, best hot dogs on the planet, in the universe. Forget 
Oscar Mayer, forget Nathan's, forget every other brand you've heard of, Salins, and they do sell them here in the sunshine state of Florida. Stick those on your grill tonight. I just sent it to my wife to uh, buy them at Publix. Perfect. Let the missus, let the missus go in and do all the shopping. That's great. I got my shopping list too. Hold on a second. Text, text her the following items. She can pick it up for me and deliver it. There you go. All right, so here's what we will do. We have four spirits remaining. The Finians, five provinces. Bushmills, Redbush. The Lambay, single malt, cognac finished. And the Lambay, small batch, cognac finished. So we will conclude our tasting. But before I do, let me tell you about the world's most expensive Irish whiskey. It is from the Old Middleton Distillery in County Cork. They closed their doors in 1975, after 150 years in business, but several casks of trial whiskey innovations disappeared with it. They rested deep within their barrels until now. Last month, a gathering of whiskey enthusiasts met in London to toast the launch of the Middleton Very Rare Silent Distillery Collection, Ireland's oldest ever whiskey collection. First release, a 45-year-old peated single malt created in 1974 by master distiller emeritus Max Crockett. It was guarded at the abandoned distillery for three generations. It's presented in a hand-blown Waterford crystal decanter displayed in a wooden cabinet made from reclaimed whiskey vats. Only 48 bottles in the world. The price tag, 40 large, 40,000 U.S. dollars. And they say that it is what's called a unicorn whiskey. There's nothing else like it. And that over 45 years of maturation, the, uh, what do they call it, the, uh, the angel share? Yes. The whiskey has lost 87% of its wow. volume, making the cast cargo that much more precious. And they say that it's cast strength, 51.2% alcohol, so it's about 102%, or 102 proof. They said that it's instantly rich. Peppery spices slowly begin to soften. Malted barley comes to the fore. They get some sweetness, some licorice, some barley sugar, hints of honey. Little edge with a touch of sherbet and a uh, notes of toasted oak. Slow finish, $40,000. So, Samanye, Dave, how many of these would you like me to order? Same thing with you, Daniel. General, Danielle. I already have two bottles on the way for you. Oh, perfect. I'll say, don't, don't put them in Mick's hands. Whatever you do, if Mick the Brit gets it, that's, let's see, 40 grand, that's 80 grand down the tubes. Mick, stay away. This is going in the vault. Oh, General, I am so thrilled that you included me on bringing some in and tasting me with this. Not a this. problem. This you is going to be huge. Huge. We will absolutely do that. All right, the final and concluding segment of this St. Patrick's Day edition of Irish Whiskey Tasting Maneuvers comes your way with Cigar O'Dave, with Somadier O'Dave, and Danny O around the corner, Irish, yes. What is the other thing? It's uh, manly, yes, but I like it too. A little bit of Irish spring. Everybody's in the mood today as we celebrate St. Patrick's Day. Never miss a minute of the show when you download the Cigar Dave mobile app. For Apple, Android, and Kindle devices, you can listen to our 24-7 continuous stream of the latest show or download the recent podcasts to listen to anytime on your mobile device. Get the Cigar Dave mobile app in the App Store. Search Cigar Dave.
Hi, I'm Rocky Patel. After 15 years of hard work, I'd like to introduce you to the Rocky Patel 15th anniversary cigar made at our factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. This cigar showcases a beautiful, oily Habano wrapper from Ecuador. Fillers from Esteli, Jalapa, and Condega make up a rich, complex, spicy taste with a lot of full flavor. The Decade, another one of our masterpieces. Made in Honduras, beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with secret fillers. It received a 95 rating, one of the highest rated cigars ever in Cigar Aficionado. This medium to full bodied cigar is rich, complex, yet elegant and well balanced. 15 years ago, they thought we'd never make it in the business. 10 years ago, they thought we'd never last. Five years ago, they started paying attention. Now, we're right where we belong, in your hand. So enjoy the 15th anniversary and the decade these cigars will deliver. Cigar Dave Officers Club members receive three great cigars monthly that I personally select. For March 2020, I've got two beauties. First up, members will receive two CAO sessions, sit, smoke, Chill. Wrapped in a deep, dark Connecticut broadleaf wrapper, the CAO Session is medium in body, notes of cream, pepper, cinnamon, nuts, chocolate, an all-day cigar. And then, a very unique cigar no longer available that I was personally able to get my hands on for our Officers Club members, the CAO Orellana, the fourth in the Amazon series, a very mysterious cigar wrapped in a Brazilian Cubra wrapper that is aged six years. It is unique, mysterious. You will love it. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club. $22.95 per month. You get three great cigars per month like the CAO Orellana and the CAO Session. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and join right now. When Irish eyes are smiling Sure it's like a morning spring Got any Irish in you? <laughs> That'll be enough out of you, young lady. On St. Patrick's Day, everyone is Irish. So we conduct St. Patrick's Day Aaron Gobra whiskey tasting maneuvers with your five-star global general, Cigar Dave. <sighs> That would be Cigaro Dave today. All right, we've got four Irish whiskeys remaining. Ah, oh, yes, my Irish eyes are smiling. Let's take a listen to this, Sergeant Steve. Is this Roger Whitaker? There you go. Irish eyes are smiling. So they steal your heart away. And on Tuesday, St. Patrick's Day, we are all Irish, so let's celebrate appropriately. We're getting things underway early. Four more Irish whiskeys. Great lineup. Samadier Dave, Danny O, let's uh, hit Finian's Five Provinces. Love it. It's a blended whiskey from Ireland, and it's in a true tradition of using the crystal clear mountain water. You're going to get a deep gold color. It's going to be yeasty, baked apple aromas, smoky with a lingering flavor. This is smoky with a little bit of apple, and it's got some serious warmth on the tongue. Sure does. What do you think, Danny O? I have not tasted it yet. Oh, Samadier Dave, let's go. We oh, can't delay here. Sorry about that. All right, Danny O, now you've tasted. Got a smooth taste. 
It does. Yes. But, it, but it's got that, that apple, but it's yeah. got a lot of that, sit, that spice right on mm -hmm. the tongue, front of the tongue, which is interesting. Not a lot of warmth on these Irish whiskeys on the Going way down, down, but you get it right on the tongue. Yeah, in your palate area, sure. Very nice. Suggested retail for About the... $30 a bottle. Okay, very nice. Can't go wrong with that. Next up, we're going to go to the Bushmills Red Bush. Who doesn't love Bush? That's what I say. We all love Bush. That's right. And, that's, Dave. and Bush is coming from the uh, Bushmills Distillery, which is one of the original distilleries in Ireland. There you go. Wow, I'm getting right off. You're getting I'm 100% getting malted barley on this. So, yes, you're going to get that. Maybe some melon, but you definitely get malted biscuit off this. I'm get, well, I'll tell you what. I'm getting uh, a lot of vanilla and maple. Definitely noticing the maple. I'll say cheers. We'll take a sip. This is the... Finian's, correction, the Bushmills Red Bush. And Bushmills has the Black Bush. They're well-known the, distillers. Yeah, they actually have the regular Bush, Bushmills whiskey and all that. It's it's smooth. It's nope, nice. No Brazilian waxing for Bushmills Red Bush or Black Bush. This, no this, doubt. It's very good. This very is good. a five-star selection. This is magnificent. This has it's very tasty and fruity. Oh, this is so approachable. Let me take another sip. You can definitely taste the malt in this. Mm -hmm. Malty, sweetness, little maple, some vanilla, little Definitely, honey. I, vanilla honey right off. Beautiful. Sure. This is just a beautiful, approachable, smooth, delightful Irish whiskey. This is a five-star selection all the way. Suggested retail. You're looking at $25 a bottle, so it's this an everyday is, I would say point. this is probably the steal of the entire tasting so sure. far. 25 bucks. Bushmills Red Bush. By far, you can't go wrong. Great one. All right, next up, Samadhi Dave. Lambay. You introduced me last year to Lambay. These are two what I would consider boutique, Correct. artisanal type of Irish whiskeys. Yes. You have the first one we're going to try is the single malt, which is finished in cognac cask. On the nose, you'll find some malt, green fruits. It's going to be floral with some ripe bananas. You smell I'll the apples right off the bat. Uh, apples, I'm just getting, believe it or not, I'm getting like a turpentine. There you go. Almost like a sure. pine. I guess yeah. a pine note yeah. right on the nose. We'll say That's that floral. Cheers. Yep. And on the palate, you'll get some coconut, some malt, some dried oh. berries, and fruit. This is different. This is a totally different expression. I would say pine. i to take another sip. Because of that cognac barrel. Yeah, yeah this I'm is totally different than the other. Totally different. It's tough to describe. I'm getting almost a licorice type of note. This is a unique taste. Yes. This would not be for everybody. No. But this is a connoisseur's absolutely. Irish whiskey. This is very unique. And finally, Samadhi Day, we're going to get through them all. The Lambe Small, Small batch. batch Cognac Finish. And this is very light. This is almost a pale straw color. Correct. You're going to get floral, citrus, and lingering uh, Serpiness on the nose. The palate's going to have cracked almonds, pepper, and malt floral. Should have a spiciness in the... Uh, yeah, this is a little the, bit lighter than the single malt, but I'm getting... <coughs> mm. This is nice. Boy, is this light. I'm getting some pepper, Ooh. light sizzle, clove, and I almost a bit almonds. of citrus. What yeah, do you think, very Danny? Very good. Very good. This is uh, better than the other one. Suggested retail. Uh, you're looking around $55, $60 a bottle on both of them. Can't go wrong. Very, yeah. very nice. And we have gone through all 16, 16 
Irish whiskeys for our St. Patrick's Day Irish whiskey tasting maneuvers. Sommelier Dave, as always. General. Many thanks. It is a, it is a delight to have you. Danny O, first time on the Cigar Dave Show. You made it through. Thank you. Thank you very much. Your wife much. is waiting. She's ready with to pull you on the leash to take you back home. But fanta- glad you could you could Thank join you. us. And hope at home that you, or wherever you may be, that you enjoyed. All of the whiskey tasting notes will be at CigarDave.com. Just check uh, probably in the next hour or two. Everything will be posted. And on Tuesday, we hope you have a fantastic, incredible St. Patrick's Day. Absolutely. Slain. Don't they call that? Isn't that the? What's what's the slant? Slant. Slant. That's the, that's the like, saying cheers. Cigar yeah. Dave the General saying, Mayor Humidor always be full. Mayor Cutter always be sharp. Mayor Ashby extra, extra long. Semper Delictatio always pleasure. Long live the Alpha. Make America great again. Keep America great. Long live the mas- uh, long live masculinity, of course. Screw the enemies of pleasure and screw the Chinese communists that gave us the Wuhan virus. May it go away on St. Patrick's Day. Enjoy Adam Global. Bye-bye. <laughs>